Hey gorgeous, this is episode number 318 with the wonderful Kim Cousins. Hi, this is Kim Cousins. You're listening to Heart Cells Podcast with Christine Schlonsky. Enjoy. I'm so looking forward to having a conversation with Kim Cousins today. She is best known for her passion in enabling her clients' personal and business success through developing their confidence and skills in the area of sales, marketing, communication, and leadership. She is a professionally qualified personal and business coach, a certified Myers-Bridge practitioner, and the author of Selling with Heart. I mean, how could she not fit into Heart Sales Podcast? I am so happy that she is here. I am Christine Schlonsky, host of Heart Sales Podcast, where I talk with inspirational, successful, heart-centered entrepreneurs and business leaders about how they have built a wildly successful business and in many cases had to overcome their own challenges in selling their products and services. Past guests include the amazing Bob Burke, John Lee Dumas, Ian Altman, Andrea Waltz, as well as Natalie Letwell and Wilson Kate Erickson, and Susie Carter, and many, many more. Before we dive in, this episode is brought to you by Heart Sales Academy, where we support heart-centered, ambitious entrepreneurs to redefine sales so they can exceptionally grow their business and impact while creating a lifestyle and freedom that they love. So if selling just doesn't feel right for you and you are looking to sell with ease, grace, confidence, to ask your price while being authentic, shoot us an email to team at christineschlonsky.com and let's have a conversation or hop on over to christineschlonsky.com and learn more. So let's dive in with the wonderful Kim Cousins and today we are going to talk about selling is all about helping people. Let's see what Kim has to say on this topic. Well, I am so super pumped and excited to have you on the show today, Kim. Welcome. Oh, thank you so much for having me. Yeah, and you know, it's really, really easy to understand why I'm excited. You just have a book out called Selling with Heart. How couldn't I be excited to have you on the show? And I think we are so aligned and what we see, what's happening in the market and how people react to the word sales and how they could be reacting to sales and making their worlds so much better by serving more people. Let's dive right in. Like, how did you come to love sales? I think what I, why I come to love sales is because, as you, as you and I both know, selling is all about helping people do something or achieve something. And so I love helping people. I love seeing people do more with their business or their life um, and getting the outcomes from a product or service that I sell. And I'd be crazy if I didn't say that I love selling because it's all about dealing with people but there are some really great benefits when you can do it well uh, for myself and I'd be crazy if I didn't say oh, that you know earning a good income was a good motivator as well oh yeah definitely I mean we all have dreams 
And we probably have figured out by now that for making your dreams come true, you do need some cash. <laughs> so, you know, helping others on their path and helping them to make their dream come true, it's just a very good energy exchange that they in return help us somehow. So I think it's yeah, totally fair. Absolutely. And, and I guess um, when I started writing my book, I started with when was my first recollection, recollection of selling? And actually I, I thought back to when I was a kid that we, we had to do chores to earn some pocket money. But I had a big tree in my backyard that had some beautiful blossoms. And I used to climb the tree, cut the blossoms, put them into posies of flowers and sell them to my neighbours. Mm. So that was my first recollection of selling. And I loved, I, I thought that everybody needed these flowers in their homes and I needed some cash to buy some sweets at the shop. Yeah, of so. course. <laughs> So cool. Yeah, one of my favorite questions is like, what was the very first thing you ever sold? But I guess you just answered that. <laughs> or was there anything before the flowers? Look, I, my, I can very vaguely remember walking, again, walking in, around the neighborhood with my mother, who was an Avon lady. And I can remember, as typical Avon, ding dong, it's Avon calling. And I do remember sitting with her as she would be in, in somebody's home, um, showing the cosmetics that she that she was selling. So I wasn't selling, but I think maybe that's what sparked an interest in me. Oh yeah, totally. I mean, such at a young age when you're open, when when you're learning, when you're curious. I love that. So good good advantage for you <laughs> starting out in that world. And um, do you remember though how it felt when you came up with the idea to cut off the flowers and to sell them, how it felt when you received the money and your neighbors said yes to that service? I think it's, yeah, I guess it's an, an accomplishment um, and it's a winning feeling as well. Um, it also felt that, you know, a validation of, of being important that they valued the sale enough to part with their few coins for the posy. So I think um, it is a bit of a winning feeling. And, you know, if, if you ask me the same question about later in life, it, it's always about the win and everybody likes to win. Let, let's, you know, not be shy about that. Winning is probably what we're always striving for. Yeah. And, you know, especially when you can create a win-win-win situation, right, then it's so much more fun. And I think that's, that's also where that hard sells or selling with hard comes from to really create something where it's not that exchange in one direction. And I, I also feel like that is where the fear of selling comes from. I don't want to be the slimy, sleazy salesperson taking money and run. I want to deliver. I want to serve people. So when we see it in both directions, like you are giving something amazing, something very valuable for that person that is your ideal client or soulmate client, as I call them. And that needs to be an exchange. So it's natural that they say yes to something they desire. So they win because they have a transformation. And you also win because you get business into your business. And then, you know, you handle your life with whatever you can achieve in that business. Absolutely. And, and I think that 
that's where many people fear selling because they don't realize that there is there is selling is all about the win-win situation it is all about um helping someone achieve something for, for themselves um and that people fear selling because they don't want that icky slimy feeling and and we know that that's not the way it should be anyway and if you ask people to describe a salesperson they tend to describe salespeople like that like the bad stereotypes that unfortunately i think hollywood is really at fault in the way they depict salespeople in, in a lot of the movies Hollywood also depicts some some wonderful entrepreneurs and some very heartfelt salespeople as well in different movies as well. But I was, um, you know, I often ask my clients in the beginning, what words would you use to describe a salesperson? And they use pushy and aggressive and icky and slimy and all those sorts of words. And then we are, I ask them the question, what about a service person, someone who has come into um, to fix something in your home or your office, how, what words would you describe them? And, and they often say words like knowledgeable and trustworthy and dedicated and you know, very helpful. And so I look at that, well, isn't that what salespeople do as well? And I think there's just this bias and this, this thing that's ingrained in a lot of people's heads about that bad stereotype, but actually salespeople who are trustworthy and honest and of service and knowledgeable um, are in fact the professional salespeople and professional business owners that, that, that really is the majority of people today. Yeah. Oh, I, I thank you so much for bringing that up. I think it's so important. And I love that you are asking those questions when somebody comes working with you because it really paints the picture of what are their beliefs that are not serving them in their business, because then if they feel that that is what a salesperson is, icky, sleazy, slimy, whatever, they will not be great at selling because they don't want to be like the person they have in their mind. But if they like switch over to the service person, they probably can sell with ease and grace, right? And I always tell my clients, well, you are making the decision of who you want to be. You are the boss, so you decide how you want to show up in that situation. You could be potentially the slimy person, but you can also be the heart-centered person, the person that delivers, and you just need to make that choice. But the person who actually buys from you will never experience what you have to offer if you don't sell them or invite them to work with you. Yes, and and I... I when I think about the service people who are not necessarily tasked to sell, they are in an absolutely prime important position to be able to develop further business and recognize opportunities to develop further business. Um, For example, if someone is coming to your house or business to fix something and if they said, uh, yes, I'll just fix it for you, But really in their mind, they're thinking it's not worth spending the money to fix. They really should have a new item instead. If they don't recognize that opportunity, they're not really doing the right thing for the business that they're representing. So a little bit of sales-mindedness on the service side goes a long way um, as much as it does heading that service mindset 
into the sales side of the business. Yeah, totally. So let me just ask you, because obviously you, you enjoy selling and you have great services to offer and your people get this wonderful transformation. Has it always been like that natural for you growing up with your mom selling Avon products and you, you saw that? Or was there a time where sell, sales felt like daunting or scary or something? How, how was your personal journey? Yes, I, I sort of really got more into um, career selling uh, in my early 20s and I started work for a large corporate telecommunications organisation. Now, that was a great place to, to learn the game, really. Um, we, we had clients that knew us, knew our brand, but we, a lot of us were new to selling, but we had a natural affinity towards it. And we were sent to a lot of training programs, lots of method, training methodologies, sell this way, do this, do that, say this, these are the product details, etc. So that's where I cut my teeth, um, I, I would say. And I moved on to a couple of different companies. Later on, when I became a manager and I had a sales team underneath me and, and similar sort of story where I had, they were sent away for training courses and all the rest of it. What I found was that not all of them in the team were able to take the information in that training and run with it and be successful with it. And it sort of made me think about some of the courses that I had done and how I took that information with me. And I think for me, I made it my own. But some of these people later on, some of these people in my team were really trying to follow the training step by step. But I knew that, it, that they needed to take the information and make it their own so that it was much more natural and authentic. Mm. So what I'm trying to say with that is that... Um, it has to be natural and it has to work for you and the type of personality you are. And I, I sort of always talk about introverts and extroverts. And um, last century, which wasn't that long ago, um, a lot of salespeople were employed um, who were extroverts because they're very talkative and they stand up in front of people and, and what have you. And I'm not an extrovert. I'm actually an introvert. And I was not that loud, talkative person. But what I was much better at was working with the customer and understanding their needs and, and listening. And I was successful from that perspective. <clears throat> so I, once as a manager, I really wanted to, to, I guess, bring out the differences in my people and help them to take the things that they had learned in the training and make it their own because those that were trying to to do it one way and it didn't feel right were the ones that weren't successful and i learned that myself because i i just you'd go home and think it doesn't feel right you know what i'm just going to do the do it the way i instinctively like to deal with customers um and that's was that was the way i made it successful so that's what i do now is that i i particularly <clears throat> work with introverts who say I can't pick up the phone. Um, what do I say? Um, I can't stand up in front of people. I don't like to go to networking events and that type of thing. So I work with them on confidence and, and get, help them understand what, they, what the real intent is. 
yeah, so, I, they, so they can feel more natural. Yeah. Yeah. It's so, so important. Yes. And I've seen that over and over again, that you have like, you know, follow this blueprint and you be successful. Well, guess what? If it's not your personality, you won't be successful because you screw it up. You sound like a robot reading a script or, you know, it's like something is off. So make it your own is such an important advice. And I just want to bring that out again. So people don't just listen, not hearing it. <laughs> um, let, let me ask you, so for the introverts listening, because I love that thing like introvert, extrovert, how do you sell like the energies, the dynamics in the conversation, what could they do to feel more confident when they are afraid of picking up the phone? Do you, could you share an advice? I what works for me and uh, what I, I help people understand is it, it takes me longer to get prepared and that's just the fact of life and that's what I, I need to I need I've always had to work with and so I say to people you've got to take the time to be prepared and you use that you use that word script now some people say scripts are a bit of a dirty word I believe in scripts but I like to call it a conversation starter because as you said a script makes reading a script would make you sound robotic yeah if you think about actors actors all use scripts and they do need to memorize scripts and they do need to say things pretty much as it's written because it then the people they're acting with have to work with that script but if an actor stood up and just spoke it and had no personality behind it or character behind it it would feel fall flat so i i think scripts are still a good thing so long as they can be memorized and in a way that works for the person so it sounds authentic but what i tend to think is you've got to prepare for what your client is thinking and uh the potential questions they will have and at the end of the day, if you know your ideal client well enough and you really believe that what you have is going to help them achieve the outcomes that they're looking for, um, you'll know what to say and you'll know how to have the conversation. And so the preparation is not, a, not only about the preparation in yourself and the preparation in your scripts, the preparation of really knowing your ideal customer and getting into the heart and the mind of your ideal customer. Yeah, I, I love that. Yeah, I call them soulmate clients. And then, you know, I, I add a lot of things to the, you know, find your client avatar thing. Like, you know, if I work with one person one-on-one -on -one or like in a small group setting where I really need to be mindful who who is a perfect fit for that type of work, one criteria is if I can't see myself having dinner with them at my house, they are just not my soulmate client, right? Then that, then something like if I wouldn't be so excited about what they do, what they bring to the world, having dinner with them, you know, seeing myself talking all night long, then I would not really want to work with them one-on-one. -on -one. I love that. I'm going to, can I use that? If, I, if I'm not prepared to have dinner <laughs> with them, then I don't want to work with them. But I think that the other thing about working with introverts is, um, it's not all about you, it's all about them. And it's all about asking the right questions and so preparing the right type of questions. 
that get them talking. And so then you don't have to worry about what you have to say because it's your customer, your client telling you the things that you need to hear that really gets you to the point of whether you can, you are prepared to have dinner with them and invite you in to work with you. Mm, so, so true. Yeah. Well, in the sales conversation, you as a person making the offer, the invitation, you should not talk anyway. I mean, you should ask some really great questions, but then the rest is really about the person. And that is what I love about introverts because they make up their minds before they speak. And I sure do. Usually it takes a little bit longer to get an answer, but when you get that answer, it's so well thought through that it's just amazing. Right? Well, extroverts, they answer faster, they have more energy behind what they do. But oftentimes they say something and then they start thinking about it or that while they're saying it, they start thinking about it. And so it's just really, really interesting to observe, especially when you are in sales, knowing these dynamics, knowing what's happening uh, when you talk to people to understand how are they functioning? What do they need in this moment, right? What would be a great question so you can really support them and understand what's going on in their world, which you can't if you don't ask the right questions. Yeah. And I think um, if you know your, your ideal client well, and you know the, the problems that they have that you can solve and you really know how you do that, which, which, which you do if you're the business owner, of course, then the conversation will flow very naturally. We've all been on the receiving end of someone on the phone that's had a script uh, <laughs> and they've talked and talked and talked. They've got a like, look, it's not even just on the phone. I, I have on LinkedIn, I, I get connection requests. The next thing I know, I have bang, I have a, a message and it's a whole barrage of stuff. And I'm thinking, you don't know anything about me. Um, you've looked at my title. Uh, you haven't even checked out my website. So they don't know anything about me. And so the script and what they've presented is just totally wrong. So it's the preparation and the research and really understanding on both sides that, that, that is the most important part. And for an introvert selling, they may be selling to an extrovert. So you have to talk sometime, but you may be selling to another introvert. And so another introvert may not necessarily uh, give you all the information you need. And so you, have, you may need to follow up with something in writing because they need more time to process. But when they make a decision, they'll absolutely stick by that decision. Mm. Uh, and they're often very loyal about it um, from an ongoing um, business perspective as well. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I, I, I just love that. So um, we, we're running out of time for this episode, but we do have a next one. So I'm super excited about this. And I would love to go deeper into you know, having the conversation with people and the different dynamics, introvert, extrovert, and you know, maybe some more golden nuggets of what people can do right now after they have listened. But one thing you pointed out is the preparation. And I think it's so important. I have the same thing on LinkedIn, right? You get a connection request. And then the next minute, you know, you know, you're getting an offer like, oh, do you want to learn like we help or we help people to sell more? And I'm thinking like, did you actually read my profile? <laughs> like, thank you so much, but I definitely do not need your help. Right. And it's, it's annoying 
And it also gives a bad taste on sales because somebody doesn't do their homework. Somebody is just right in your face with something you don't want, you don't need. And like being mindful of how you show up as a business owner, even if you are excited about what you do, but being mindful of how you communicate with whom you can communicate your brilliance is so, so key. And that is all in the preparation. So thank, thank you for bringing Absolutely. that up because we all had those LinkedIn or, you know, in other places, contacts where you think like, what, seriously? <laughs> look, sometimes I, I look, <clears throat> sometimes I, I do connect with uh, these people because I'm, I'm waiting to see how they do pitch and how they do it. Um, there might be some good things that I can I can sort of take from, but often it's mm, yes. Well, that confirms exactly what uh, my you know the, exactly how you shouldn't be, yeah, or process you shouldn't use, yeah, yeah. And and that that does put sales in a bad light, right? Because we we usually, if we are heart centered and we want to serve and have impact and create our dream lives and, and businesses at the same time, it's really crucial not to be like these people, right? We will do everything consciously and unconsciously <laughs> to avoid just going near, as you mentioned with the Hollywood movies at the beginning, right? Like two or three pop up in my mind where I'm thinking like, yeah, well, it's fascinating to watch, but do I want to be like this? Definitely not. <laughs> so, and a lot of people have these reactions. So by people not being mindful of their steps and just think about, you know, like the more messages I send out, the more people will reply. It doesn't, it doesn't really make sense. Actually, I heard, heard someone say something on, I was watching a little YouTube this morning and they said, let's stop telling people how we can help them and let's just help them. Mm. Yeah. Well, that's, that's a good advice. <laughs> and I hope that we managed to do this with this episode that you gorgeous have taken away some really cool golden nuggets on sales. And I can't wait to go deeper into the sales conversations with Kim on the next episode, but we also want to make sure you are taken care of and so I want to invite you to keep up to date with the trends and really knowing what's working in sales right now. And you can do that by getting onto Kim's amazing VIP list. The link is in the show notes and also all the links to connect with Kim and her amazing work. Check out her book. The link is there as well in the resource section. So I just want to make sure you hop on over to christineschlonsky.com find the podcast tab and check it out because it's so valuable and you can learn a ton from Kim. Just be in her energy, learn about the mindset she brings to the table and it will improve your business. So hop on over to christineklonsky.com forward slash podcast and sign up for Kim's VIP list and definitely check out her amazing book called Selling with Heart. Thank you so, so much, Kim. I'm looking forward to seeing you for the next episode and I can't wait to get more golden nuggets from you. Thank you for your time today. Thanks, Christine. I've had great fun.
I just thought that this episode was so inspiring with Kim because she shared how naturally it was in serving and you know how her motifs were basically sweets that she could buy as a kid and that's so true. We all have our motives why we require to have the money and what we want to do with it to make our dreams come true. So let's not be shy about it. What can we do to impact the world in a beautiful place and also that the world rewards us making our dreams come true. And I just loved how Kim shared her wisdom on this episode. Selling is all about helping people. So the more you sell, the more you can help people. Hop on over to christineschlansky.com, find the podcast tab and episode number 318. And there you find the show notes, the transcript and also all the resources we are sharing. Kim's great free gift, as well as a link to her book and a link to the Heart-Centered Lead Generation Summit experience, which will help you to fill your pipeline with amazing clients. Thank you so, so much for having been here. Thank you so much for tuning in. Have a wonderful day wherever you are in this beautiful world. And I'm saying bye for now. Mm -hmm.